Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Jubilation permeates the still of the land as Shabbos enters every Jewish town. Full of love for Hashem To sing the song of Shabbos, the whole world is waiting. To sing the song of Shabbos, the flowers and the trees. Sing the song of Shabbos, the valley and the mountains. Sing the song of Shabbos. And I am also Shabbos, I am also waiting to sing the song of the Shabbos, and I. 
With his long and curly hair Stood there for a while Broke out with a smile Emotion, overwhelming joy With tears The men were dancing there Their hearts so full of love They sang such happy tunes To thank the one above For showing them the way Giving them a day to rest, rejoice with peace of mind to pray. Just one Shabbos and we'll all be free. Just one Shabbos, come and join with me. We'll sing and dance to the sky with our spirits so high. We will show them all it's true. Let them come. Sunsets over the clouds As the world stands so still Not a sound But listen carefully You can hear the whispering Announcing the arrival Of the Shabbos Queen The candles reflecting the joy on the faces of every girl and boy Mother prays there silently Children sing As the Shekhinah descends To fill the world with peace Suddenly from the dark Comes my Shabbos, my spark And it's holiness lights up my soul It's a treasure that me feel whole and my spirit sore cause my heart feels at home and on each Friday night I can close my eyes tight I can picture it so vividly I can taste the gayula so sweet it's the time God made and my Nishama sees. And as long 
this is going away the sky is getting dark it's the end of the day oh shabbos you really should know we're sorry to see you go but you Segula, boy. 
Thank you. 
JM in the AM, brand new Lenny Solomon with Shoshana Yaakov. Yichad Sheyu, words from the Birchas uh, HaChodesh, when we bench Rosh Chodesh, uh, you heard uh, both Yoeli Greenfeld and before that Yehuda. Mordechai Shapiro's Zainanachnu. Bowie done by Yoni Z, that's brand new. Baruch Levine Shabbos medley, and of course Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Friday on this February the 25th, day 24 in the month of Adar 1, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. It is Erev Shabbos Parshas Vayakel. It's Erev Shabbos Shkolem. So two Torahs tomorrow with candle lighting in New York at 522. 522. Keep that in mind. Candle lighting in New York, 522. Make sure you know when things start where you are. It is, uh, uh, we bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Adar 2. Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni, which is the way we refer to it when we bench Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni will be Thursday and Friday, so starting Wednesday night and uh, and going until uh, Mincha on Erev Shabbos. So Thursday and Friday is Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni, uh, just about three weeks away from Purim as we are uh, moving along on the calendar. 33 degrees with 100% humidity, winds in northeast at 12 miles per hour, raining and freezing rain in this area with a high of 46, partly cloudy for tonight, low 23. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, high Shabbos, 39 degrees. Right now, 46 in Yerushalayim, 33 here in New York, as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. A real pleasure to speak to you on a Friday Arab Shabbos. So two Torahs tomorrow, candle lighting in New York, 522. Make sure you know when things start where you are. And we'll also bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Uh, Rosh Chodesh will be Thursday and Friday. Um, I saw that uh, Jewish calendar tidbits at Tidbits Jewish on Twitter, did post the Molad. So you can see there when exactly Thursday morning the Molad is. And uh, and that is that. Uh, both Harry Rothenberg and Rabbi Yudin coming up with words about Parshas Vayakel. I uh, was informed just very recently that Malcolm Honeline will not be able to join us this morning. And I know that there are a lot of very anxious people who want to get his perspective on what's happening in the Ukraine and in general, what's going on in this crazy world of ours. And I apologize, although, frankly, I don't know what I'm apologizing for. His uh, travel schedule is, again, not allowing him to um, to join us uh, this morning. Uh, it does look like, and I did confirm this with him, it does look like uh, next week, 100%, please God, he'll be able to join us here at JM in the AM. So we'll have to wait a few days, but there is no question that uh, a lot of people are very anxious to get his perspective on what's going on. Uh, the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, has uh, said a lot of things over the last few days. One of them, for the United States and its allies, it is a policy of containing Russia with obvious geopolitical dividends. For our country, it's a matter of life and death, a matter of our historical future as a nation. So this is a, uh, this is a man, the president of Russia, who is taking this on as a national and historic mission. Uh, he's already taken it taken it on. And um, it has left, as you can imagine, millions and millions of people in a very precarious situation, including many from uh, the community of our brothers and sisters. Uh, yesterday I was informed that the uh, 150 Chabad centers in the Ukraine are staying open, are... Uh, being led by Chabad families that are making a commitment to be there for their constituents, their friends and neighbors, which is unbelievable. Uh, and there are many others. There are many of not just the people that uh, 
that take care of um, Uman and other areas of uh, historical significance to us uh, in the Ukraine, uh, but many others who are uh, residents now of the Ukraine, who are um, on missions of Jewish education and community involvement in the Ukraine, and they are in a very precarious position. Uh, the uh, New York Times this morning, as it uh, declares uh, war in a very large font uh, on both its website and in its newspaper, uh, quotes the uh, Ukrainian president who says he is target number one of the Russians. Uh, they note that Russia said it would be prepared to hold negotiations only when Ukraine stopped fighting and said that the conflict would soon be over. Secondly, in a sign of the potentially chaotic fight that could unfold, the defense ministry said on Facebook that Kiev residents should prepare Molotov cocktails. And President Biden denounced President Putin for a brutal assault and said the Russian leaders sought to reestablish the former Soviet Union. And I don't know if that's disputable at this point, the way he is uh, approaching this whole situation. Uh, Israel is certainly in an interesting situation. It's always tried to maintain good relationships with uh, the president of Russia, and at the same time, uh, you would think that Israel would have a desire, an interest in um, supporting our neighbors in the Ukraine. Um, But it's a very, as I said, a very precarious situation and very hard to navigate, and I'm sure Israel continues, as as all the articles say, to monitor and to watch what's going on in a very concerned manner and uh, and see if uh, if it could uh, if it could come up with a uh, with a policy, if it can come up with a reaction to what's going on that uh, is strong yet in some ways guarded. It's a very, very difficult situation. So that is, uh, that's uh, some of what's going on in the, uh, in the world of uh, uh, wars on Europe, war on the Ukraine from Russia. And again, we pray for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine and in so many other areas that are being affected right now. And a special commendation, a special recognition of those of our brothers and sisters who are in leadership positions in the Ukraine, and in no way have expressed even an interest in uh, in abandoning their their constituents, their neighbors, their friends, and uh, we pray for all of them. No doubt, everybody joins me in uh, in hoping only for the best for those who are prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice, which is unbelievable. Friday morning broadcast, JM and the AM on this era of Shabbos. Uh, plenty coming up. We mentioned, um, uh, Harry Rothenberg and Rabbi Yudin. Um, I mentioned to you that, uh, Malcolm Holmline will not be able to join us today, even though his, uh, e- even though there are many, many people who are over anxious to hear his reaction to all of this. But, uh, in general, in February with the conference of presidents, we always have a, uh, conflict with their travel schedule in terms of trying to get Malcolm on. Uh, and, um, and today or this year is no different, but he is committed and and says it is, please God, 100% likely that he will be able to join us next week here at JM and the AM and we'll be able to get his opinion, his take 
on everything that's happening. But the Ukraine, as it says here in the Jerusalem Post, the Ukraine-Russia conflict is echoing loudly in the Middle East. And uh, I'd have to assume that that's an understatement. It's echoing loudly everywhere. But certainly the Middle East, you'd expect it to, that's for sure. Who was this written by? This was written by Herb Kanan. The ripples of Thursday's Russian invasion of Ukraine will be felt far and wide, but for a number of reasons, these ripples, more like battering waves, are likely to strike Israel in the Middle East with greater intensity than other parts of the world. Number one, it's proximity. The Middle East is not that far from the Ukraine. Turkey, part of the Middle East, is just across the Black Sea from the Ukraine, which is one country, Armenia, south of Russia. Tel Aviv, just 3,000 kilometers from Kiev, and Odessa is 2,000 kilometers from Beirut. Secondly, the ripples of this war will be felt here. Second, the second reason the ripples from this war will be felt in Israel is that Russia's presence in the region in a massive way. Foreign Minister Lapid said last week when speaking of Russia's seven-year presence in Syria that he has told the Americans that Israel is more than a Baltic state, that it is more like a Baltic state than a Mideastern one because it too has Russia as a neighbor. Except for one glaring difference, the Baltic states feel themselves at war with Russia, not a sentiment shared by Israel. Russia is using... Its presence in Syria, where it has both a naval base and an air base to flex its military might, and as a jumping-off point for a massive military exercise it's currently conducting in the eastern Mediterranean. The third reason the ripples from this conflict will be felt in Israel stronger than other parts of the world is that the Russians could use this region to apply pressure on the U.S. and the West. Or in the stark words of Tzvi Magen, who has served various stints as Israel's ambassador to Russia, Ukraine, and before that as the head of the Nativ Liaison Bureau inside the Prime Minister's office dealing with the former Soviet Union, there's a situation where Russia might just ignite the Middle East to create another crisis of its own to place pressure on the West. So, for all these reasons and many others, Israel is paying very careful attention to what's going on in the Ukraine. More coming up. It's a JMAM Friday morning broadcast.
Jam in the AM. Yaakov Chesed with uh, Oseh Shalom. Before that, brand new Eitan Katz, Me'en Olam Haba here at JM in the AM. Eitan Zell hopefully join us this coming week here at JM in the AM. Get him on the air, talk about the brand new album, etc. Uh, Hall of Fame show is Sunday night. That's happening in uh, the Tilly Center on Long Island. And uh, information, go to makorconcert.org, M-A-K-O-R concert.org. And get ready for... Um, Sunday night. Those of you who are in the mood for nostalgia and a really, a real acute look at the, uh, and listen, at some of the iconic groups and sounds of uh, the last 60 years, you'll be very happy. A lot of interesting stuff planned. Uh, MyCarConcert.org is the, uh, is the address, MyCarConcert.org. Mazel tov to uh, Michal Roth and the Mayor Reicher upon their engagement last night down in Baltimore. Mazel tov to the Roth. Uh, Getz and Reicher families. That comes from Aunt Susie Samet. And we say uh, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Michal and Mayer, Mazal Tov to you. Got that from the app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Listen to Tikva, Shabbat Shalom, Surot Tovot. Amen to that. And um, best regards to everybody. And Mazal Tov, I believe Listener Tikva's had a at a simcha this Shabbat, if I'm not mistaken. Erev Shabbos Parshas Vayakel and Shabbos Shkolem. Two Torahs tomorrow. Candlelighting in New York, 522. Make sure you know when things start where you are. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Guy, it's all in the background. There are news from Israel coming up. And uh, Harry Rothenberg is going to join us. Discuss this week's partial about you in hour number three, of course. Uh, very, uh, as disappointed as you are that Malcolm Honline is not able to join us today, his travel schedule won't allow it. He did tell me. That please God, the way things are going, he will be able to join us 100% next week. At which point, uh, I know it's waiting an extra seven days, but at that point at least we'll get his uh, opinion and point of view on what's happening in this crazy world of ours, including obviously with Russia, the Ukraine, etc., etc. So we have to wait a little longer, but at least we know we'll find out eventually what he has to say about all of this. Uh, congratulations, Yeshiva University men's basketball team. The Maccabees came out victorious again last night. They're hosting a home, believe it or not, nobody thought this would happen, a home Skyline Championship on Sunday. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. Newscast next. Galitzal, the Shashtayim-Bulpan-Rankur-Tsim-Mashikor-Achshav. בזמן שהלחימה בקייב נמשכת, משרד ההגנה של אוקראינה קורא לתושבים להישאר בבתיהם, זאת לאחר שאמש הוחל בעיר סגר לילי. בנוסף, מעודדים בממשל להכין בקבוקי תבערה מולוטוב, בהם יוכלו התושבים להשתמש נגד הכוחות הרוסים, ובטלוויזיה הממלכתית באוקראינה אף מסבירים כיצד להכין אותם. בתוך כך, שר הצבא של בריטניה, ג'יימס סיפי, קורא שלא לערב את חיילי הממלכה וכוחות נאטו בלחימה באופן פעיל, בעוד שבטורקיה ארדואן מצפה מנאטו לתגובה תקיפה יותר. בנוסף, בסין נמנעים מלגנות את הפלישה, ודובר משרד החוץ שם אומר כי יש לכבד את ריבונותן של כלל המדינות, ומוסיף, אנו מבינים את החששות הלגיטימיים של רוסיה לביטחונה. יואל ליאון, מחלץ ישראלים בגבול מולדובה אוקראינה, סיפר לעידן קבלר על המראות הקשים של אנשים הנמלטים על נפשם. 
יש פה תמונות שהצוות שלי ואני פשוט התחלנו לבכות, לראות תורים של אנשים, של מכוניות, עם ילדים קטנים, עם הסבתא הזקנה וכולי, שמנסים לעבור מאוקראינה למולדובה, ממש כואב הלב. ישראל לא תפנה את השגרירות בלבוב לאחר שהועברה מקייב, מעדכנת כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג. שר החוץ לפיד החליט שהשגרירות הישראלית תמשיך לפעול מלבוב והדיפלומטים יישארו באוקראינה. בנוסף, ישראל נערכת להוציא כבר בזמן הקרוב ציוד הומניטרי כסיוע. בצמרת המדינית נמשכים הדיונים הבוקר באשר לשאלה איך ישראל תפעל באו"ם והאם היא תתמוך בהצהרה נגד רוסיה. כפי שדיווחנו הבוקר, האמריקנים פנו לישראל בדרישה לגנות. ובתוך כך משרד התפוצות הודיע על סיוע חירום בסך עשרה מיליוני שקלים לטובת הקהילה היהודית באוקראינה. סימונה אלפרין, ראש חטיבת אירו אסיה במשרד החוץ, סיפרה לעידן קבלר על מאמצי הסיוע של ישראל. אנחנו נערכים גם לשיגור של סיוע הומניטרי לבקשת ידידינו האוקראינים. סיוע הומניטרי שיכיל גם ציוד רפואי, גם תרופות, וציוד נוסף שהתבקשנו, מדובר ממש בימים הקרובים, אנחנו מקווים כבר ביום ראשון שני להוציא אותו אל השטח. עוד בחדשות, בפעם השנייה תוך שבוע, כוחות צה"ל ומשטרת ישראל סיכלו הברחת אמצעי לחימה בגבול ירדן, עם הפרטים כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. לוחמים ושוטרים של צה"ל, משטרת ישראל ומשמר הגבול זיהו שני כלי רכב חשודים סמוך לגדר הגבול עם ירדן, וניהלו אחריהם מרדף באזור בית שאן. בסיומו נתפסו שלושה סוחרי אמל"ח, תושבי השטחים, ואיתם נתפסו 12 רובים, מחסניות ותחמושת, בסך 800 אלף שקלים. רק בשבוע שעבר סוכלה הברחת ענק נוספת. של 50 אקדחים בגבול ירדן במסגרת המאמצים לסכל את נתיבי הברחת הנשק הבלתי חוקי למגזר הערבי. ביום שני הקרוב ייערך כנס תעופה בראס אל-חיימה באיחוד האמירויות במטרה לגבש הסכם לשיתוף פעולה בין ישראל לאמירויות ולפתוח קו טיסה חדש. כתבתנו לענייני תעופה עינב קרנר שדיווחה לראשונה על הפנייה לשיתוף פעולה מוסיפה כי ככל הנראה מ-8 במרס תופסקנה הטיסות לדובאי בעקבות המשבר מול הרשויות אם לא יימצא פתרון לבעיית הביטחון. מזג האוויר, גשם לפרקים ברחבי הארץ, מלווה בסופות רעמים יחידות, יקר מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות.
Lizzie Klotzko and company with Ankel Okeno. Before that, you heard. Uh, before that, you heard. I have to go back and say Moshe Klein with that brand new Bowie Kala here at JM in the AM. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos on this Parshas Vayakel, Erev Shabbos Shkolem. Congratulations to the Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Not only are they heading to the Skyline Conference Finals, the finals are going to be at home because of what happened in the rest of the conference playoffs, which is unbelievable if you would have told me that they'd be paying, playing three home games in this tournament. I never would have believed it. Well, the final is Sunday. 
I believe Yoshua Siegel is going to have the call on Max Live. Uh, so if you're not able to be at the game, you'll be able to participate in that way. And we wish him the best of luck. And uh, the coach, Elliot Steinmetz, has indicated that he'll join me, please God, after a Sunday's game, hopefully Monday morning right here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to that. Uh, concert you know about Sunday night. That's happening at um, the Tilly Center out on Long Island. Uh, information, makarconcert.org, M-A-K-O-R concert.org. The Jewish Music Hall of Fame show to benefit Makar. And uh, you know about the serious situation out there. Uh, I mentioned that, uh, and, and we actually tried to connect just a few minutes ago with um, one of the Chabad representatives in the Ukraine, but uh, I know it seems, unless it's just a coincidence because of the way our phone lines are operating as we try to reach the Ukraine, it seems it's very difficult to get through there. And we haven't had any, any success yet. But we did mention that uh, based on what we saw yesterday on social media, the 150 Chabad centers in the Ukraine are staying open and are trying to help friends and neighbors throughout this entire ordeal, which is unbelievable. Kol HaKavod. And um, the people are sacrificing their lives in order to stay and help and, and to be there uh, during this precarious time. Uh, I did mention that uh, there are many anxious people in our audience who want to hear what Malcolm Honeline has to say about all this, and he does apologize because his travel schedule is not allowing him to appear today. He is 100%, please God, able to appear next week, uh, which will be great. We'll be able to get his perspective at that point, but uh, today we will not be able to hear what he has to say, but Bezrat Hashem next week right here at JM and the AM. Meanwhile, we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine we continue to pray for those who are really ready to give their lives in one way, shape, or form um, for the freedom and independence and the nationality that they currently have. We'll see what happens. A uh, a, a very interesting situation. The, uh, th- there's a tendency to paint Vladimir Putin in a certain way, whether you want to say madman or whatever term you want to use. And sometimes when you're living through history, you forget that uh, that tyrants and and those who are um, ready to uh, advance uh, at the, you know, without any mercy, without any sympathy for those who might be affected uh, by their actions, uh, you forget that they could occur in any generation. It's not just these apocryphal or re- realistic tales uh, about historical figures that were always... Uh, that we're always citing. Same attitudes can be had by those who are leading different uh, uh, different countries and societies today. And that's a really important to keep in mind. Harry Rothenberg has words about Parshas Vayakel. Here he is on a Friday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. At the beginning of the Parsha, we're told that Bitzalel, the master craftsman of the tabernacle, the Mishkan, used atze shitim, acacia wood, to build the Aron, the holy ark. One of the commentators says that the Atze Shitim provided protection and atonement for the Jews for a later transgression that was going to take place in a place called Shitim in the Midbar, in the wilderness. That unfortunate event was when many of the Jewish men were seduced by the daughters of Midjan and engaged in acts of immorality and idolatry. Thousands died, but apparently it could and would have been a lot worse without the protection of the Shitim wood from the transgression at Shittim. It's not the only example of something like that happening in the Torah. 
we're told in an apparently unnecessary passage that Abraham got up early and saddled his own donkey when he was given the command to sacrifice his beloved son Yitzchak. Why do we need that detail? Commentators explain that many years later, that action, his zrizas, his alacrity, counteracted the similar alacrity that Bilam showed when he got up and saddled his own donkey when he went out to curse the Jews. So you never know. You may do righteous acts and gain merit that can provide protection to your descendants years in the future. And sometimes you get that protection even sooner. The Talmud records the story of Nehunya, the digger of wells. He used to dig wells so that the Jews would have water when they made their yearly pilgrimages to the base of Mekdash, to the Holy Temple. And one day, wouldn't you know it, his own daughter fell into a well, a cistern, and she was gone, presumed dead through drowning. But one of the sages reassured everyone, don't worry, she's going to be fine. And sure enough, incredibly, she survived. People went back to the sage and said, how are you so sure? Are you a prophet? He said, I just said to myself, how could the daughter of this person who spent so much of his labor in this area be felled in that same area? God wouldn't work that way. And sometimes you might even see the benefits yourself. Last week I was back in Florida for some talks. I had about an hour free in between the talk in Orlando and then a Shabbaton in Jacksonville. So I went out and rented a bike at the hotel where I was staying. I had a bike trail. I thought bike trail meant path, paved, maybe a dirt road, but it wasn't. It was an actual pretty intense mountain bike trail. And so I started, I was fine. Then I got to this area where they had this very narrow boardwalk that they had built a couple feet in the air. And in order to get up on top of it, instead of building a ramp, they had used these semicircular, like half logs, one on top of the other, that you had to ride over in order to get up on top of this boardwalk. So I figured, I can handle this. I'm an experienced mountain biker. I've ridden over all sorts of difficult terrain on my Peloton. And so I went forward headlong. All I know is that the next thing that happened was I was airborne, off the bike, flying off this platform onto the ground. So as soon as I could, after hitting the ground hard, I got to my feet because previously I had passed by some signs saying, watch out for alligators and snakes. I had no interest in meeting either one of them. And after getting to my feet, I was trying everything out. My neck, my shoulders, my arms, my wrists, and everything was working. I could not believe that I hadn't broken a bone or bones. I was thinking about it later. I was saying, you know, you never know for sure how God works. But maybe I had some extra protection. Maybe because I was donating some of my time to the Jewish people, traveling to hopefully inspire some audiences. Maybe God said, I'm not going to let this guy who's traveling for the right reasons get hurt while traveling on a bike. So there are no guarantees. But I have it on pretty good authority. You engage in good deeds, you get extra merit for sure, and often extra protection. Shabbos, la'asam.
מלחמות קשות, רדיפות כואבות, בכל זמן, בכל מקום. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. עלילות שקרים, צוררים קשים, שרוצים רק להרוס. עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה. אז נצא כולנו יחד לרחובות העיר, ניקח אוויר וניצח. כמעט כולם בכל העולם כבר רואים את האמת עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה השנאה תיפול, הגינה תחתור, יגידו אז בקור עברנו את פרעה, נעבור גם את זה אז נצא כולנו יחד לחובות העיר ניקח מלכים גדולים, מדינות ענק, אימפיריות כה גדולות, כמעט שנעלמו, ואנחנו עוד כאן. כך אלפי שנים, מעטים מורבים, ואין ספר של ניסים. עם ישראל חי, אנחנו עוד כאן. אנחנו עוד
Likras Shabbos Lechi Venay Lechu Ki Mekoi Raberuchu Mai Roish Mikedem Nesichu Soif Mase Bemach Shuvut
Jam in the AM with Shlaimi Toysig. Likras Shabbos is the name of that one here at Jam in the AM. It's the spinner before that with Shekel. I want to thank uh, Mark Zamek for reminding me about that selection. That Shekel song, perfect for Erev Shabbos, Parsha Shkullim. Uh Navar, Simcha Liner. You heard Rishamru from Shalshelis Jr. Checking out the app. Thank you to a listener, Daniel. Good morning and good Shabbos from your Atlanta fan club. And AJA Carpool number 204. Thank you. J.A. Morris says, two songs that popped into my head when you said about every generation. So we were talking about how uh, we sometimes think that the Mad Men, that the, um, the uh, what was the word I used before? That those world leaders that are uh, diabolical, we always think that those are only in history and they don't, you know, we, we forget they could happen today. Uh, anyway, uh, Aaron Razel's Vahisha Amda and Simcha Liner's Navar. Please play one of them as we dive in for peace in this world. Shabbat Shalom to all. Well, we did the Navar one, of course. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Our... Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net, and try A&H today. Big shout-out to our friends at jewishworldreview.com, especially during these precarious times. If you want to see and read... Thousands of articles about Israel and the Jewish world, jewishworldreview.com. You can print them out before Shabbos, read them over the weekend, yeah. It's a um, a great resource. Go to jewishworldreview.com. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, as I mentioned earlier, it is very frustrating for me as well because I am anxious to hear Malcolm Honline's take on what's going on right now on the Russian-Ukrainian border and in other areas of, uh, of the Ukraine. Uh, but uh, Malcolm Holmline's travel schedule is not allowing him to join us this week here at JMNAM. Now, he did indicate to me, he did indicate to me that, uh, please God, all things, you know, normal, uh, 100% he'll be with us next week for our weekly update. February in general with the Conference of Presidents is very, we always have these weeks. I mean, it's happened for years. We always have these weeks where he's not available because of the travel and the meetings uh, during their annual trip. Um, so again, my apologies. I'm as frustrated as you are. <laughs> uh, Malcolm Holmline scheduled to return one week from today. Weekly update, plenty about the Ukraine, no doubt. And, um, and again, my apologies. We are very, very anxious. I know you're very anxious as well to hear his comments about what is happening, uh, in this world of ours. And I did mention to, uh, earlier in the show that we made an effort uh, to contact one of the rabbis in the Ukraine, and it seems that it's just very difficult to get through to these phone lines now in that area of the world. Uh, but we did make an effort to um, uh, to contact one of the rabbis in the Ukraine. I know that there are fundraising efforts going on from different organizations and the Chesed Fund to support Jewish communities in the Ukraine right now. Uh, you can check those out. If you search them online, you will find them. There are plenty on social media. Uh, so, you know, let's do our part between prayer and stucca. And keeping our brothers and sisters in mind, let's do our part as uh, so many people are now in such a precarious situation and many of them willing to risk their lives in one way, shape, or form in that area of the world. I mentioned earlier that according to what we saw on social media, the 150 Chabad centers in the Ukraine are all staying open, are all servicing friends, families, neighbors, those who are in the Ukraine, and that is unbelievable. Uh, the leadership the Chabad takes when it comes to being there in times of need is unbelievable. 
And they are dedicated. They are dedicated. The Chabad families are dedicated to making sure that things continue and that uh, they're able to provide whatever they can for people in need in their specific regions of the Ukraine, which is just unbelievable. Um, Russian troops have entered Kiev. Moscow is rejecting talks as it vows to topple the Ukrainian government. This guy means business. That's obvious. And um, there's really no other way to say it. And uh, how the United States and NATO are going to respond, and I'm not talking about sanctions, I'm talking about real response, it's impossible to know. And I just hope that we have a... um, that we have leadership in Washington that's able to make a sound, a series of sound decisions moving forward over the next few days. Israel has sent emergency aid packages to Ukraine's Jewish community, and again, people from around the world are doing their best to support the causes and the funds that are helping people in need at this time, and we can only encourage everybody out there to do just that. So again, my apologies. Usually it's a weekly update at this time. Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Again, his travel schedule made him cancel on us yesterday. Uh, he did tell us that, uh, you know, and we again, as I said earlier, with the conference trip every February, it's always difficult. Uh, but he did uh, reiterate uh, that, uh, again, all things equal and everything normal. Uh, 100% he'll be with us next week. And we'll be able to uh, ask him all these questions and analyze what's going on in this amazing world of ours. So I know we have to be patient to get his uh, take on this, but we will uh, certainly look forward to it uh, for next week here at JM in the AM. We are, um, Rabbi Yudin's going to join us at about 8.15 this morning with Parshas Vayakel. And uh, we'll continue all the way until 9 o'clock. I do remind you. Now we have a full schedule here at the Nahum Siegel Network. As we always say, there's no need to touch that dial on a Friday. There's just too much great programming. Naomi Nachman will have Shlomo Klein of Fleischik's Magazine, David Lawrence from Kosher River Cruises, Talia from Geffen Foods, and cookbook author Rifki Kleiman. A table for two with Naomi Nachman coming up at 9 o'clock this morning here at JMNAM. The Arab, uh, right after JMNAM, the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek is brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It starts at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Erev Shabbos Music Mix, the wonderful people at Kedem. Final hour at about uh, 4.30 this afternoon, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And the Saturday Night Seagull tomorrow night with Avrami and Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. Sunday, it's Matis with JM Sunday, and that's going to happen at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday morning, all here at the Nahum Seagull Network. So please make sure to be tuned in as often as possible. Brand new Sandy Shmueli, it's JM in the AM. Ata Kolia Kol Yodea Kol Ata Mevin Hakol Ata Uzerba Kol Ata Ruea Kol Shomea Kol Ata Bohen Hakol Ata Oed Niko
Israel. Ata no ten simcha, no te da emuna.
Brand new Gaula Nigun done by Eitan Katz. Eitan will join us, please God, next week here at JM the AM. It's a brand new album. Truma, and uh, that is the Gaula Nigun. Nice song, huh? Big shout-out to our friends at TABC. The first time I heard that Nigun was uh, when Eitan Katz did the Thursday Night Kumsitz at TABC a couple of months ago. It was just amazing. Uh, Sandy Shmueli with Atayacha. That's brand new. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. Parshas Vayakel. Erev Shabbos Shkolem. Two Torahs tomorrow. Candle lighting at 522 in New York. 522, make sure you know when things start where you are. Again, candle lighting in New York, 522. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani will be Thursday and Friday. We'll venture Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani is Thursday and Friday. Uh, again, as I said earlier, uh, I know a lot of people are very anxious to hear Malcolm Holmline's take on what's going on in Ukraine and other parts of the world. Um... He uh, unfortunately had to cancel again this week because of his travel schedule. Um, and uh, again, as I said earlier, he is anticipating all things normal, uh, everything good. We should be able to uh, have our weekly update, a comprehensive weekly update, one week from now. Uh, regular time, a 100% chance, please God. Emir Tzashem. <laughs> and he'll join us with his uh, uh, opinions and point of view and analysis at that time. So, all right, so please join us a week from today for that. I mean, join us all week long, would you get my point? And Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us at that time, and we'll be able to uh, get his opinion on what's happening. We continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. We continue to remind people that there are a uh, there is a large collection of Chabad Network families that are staying open with Chabad houses in 150 locations in the Ukraine to help friends and neighbors and community members, which is unbelievable. We remind you that there are a lot of funds out there from very responsible organizations uh, that are raising money for the um, members of the community in the Ukraine that are going through these challenging times or in our, and are in need of support. And, of course, we encourage everybody over Shabbos and in general, pray for and continue to mention and remember our brothers and sisters in Ukraine who are going through all of this, and uh, let us hope. Let us hope that in Washington, D.C., uh, sound decisions will be made over the next few days um, for everyone's benefit. Please, God. Friday morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSiegel.com, on the AlchemSiegel Network, and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. <laughs> Ne ka 
עוד לעוד ספר את הסיפור שלך, יש לך אחד יפה. גם כל הכאבים והחולשות שלך, הפכו אותך אחד כזה, שלא מפחד ליפול, שלא מפחד לגדול. טב לטב נגן את הניגון שלך, יש לך אחד יפה. תרקוד כאילו העולם שר בשבילך, תראה הלב כבר מתרפא, ורק אל תפחד ליפול, רק אל תפחד לגדול. כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח, כאילו אין מחר לחיית היום, תחזיק רק להיום. כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח. תעוף הכי רחוק שאתה יכול, כי יש בך הכל. קח מכחול צייר את הציור שלך. יש לך אחד יפה, ואין שום דבר שיעצור אותך. תפליג לאן שרק תרצה, רק אל תפחד ליפול, רק אל תפחד לגדול. כל עוד לא הפסקת לחלום, אתה מנצח, כאילו אין מחר לחיות היום. תחזיק רק להיום, כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח, תעוף הכי רחוק שאתה יכול, כי יש בך הכל. Thank <laughs> you. 
On this era of Shabbos Mavarachim. There they are, Leif Tahar, Birchas Chodesh. As we get set to Bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani will be Thursday and Friday. Again, Thursday and Friday will be Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani. Candle lighting at 522 on this era of Shabbos Parshas Vayakel, Shabbos Shkolem, two Torahs tomorrow. 
Before Leif Tahar, you heard Akiva with Yesh Bacha Akol. You heard Lechadodi done by Avi Hess. And Lechadodi with Zusha and Yishai Rebo here at JM in the AM. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. Again, our apologies. As I mentioned earlier, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He was, of course, slated to join us today, but his travel schedule at the last minute did not allow it. Um, he will join us next week, please God, and we'll get his take on what's happening in Ukraine and all the different things that are going on that uh, that we need to know about as we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters who are in a precarious situation over there in Ukraine. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount at all Abelson Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. Um, a reminder, the concert is Sunday night. Go to makorconcert.org, makorconcert.org for the Jewish Hall of Fame event. For your ticket information regarding the event, again, it's uh, makorconcert.org. This time each every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayakel. As well, tomorrow we take out two Sifre Torah. We have the Sefer Torah of Parshas Vayakel, and this Shabbos is the first of the four special Parshios that we have surrounding uh, Purim. Namely, the Mishnah tells us that before Rosh Chodesh Ador, Machrizin Alashkolim, which means we announce to the people that they should get their half shekel ready because it has to be in by Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And so this Shabbos, we take out a second Sefer Torah, which is the reading of the beginning of last week's parsha of Kisisa with the mitzvah of to contribute to the Beis HaMikdash each and every Jew have a shekel and thereby they participate everybody the same in purchasing the communal offerings in Bedek HaBayis in upkeep of the Beis HaMikdash and Yerushalayim <coughs> According to the Chinuch, there is one mitzvah in Parshas Vayakhel, and that is Lo Sevaru Eish B'chol Shabbos. Literally, not to light a fire on Shabbos. Interestingly, the Chinuch understands this to mean that you can't have capital punishment, one of which is Srefa burning. You can't have capital punishment on Shabbos, and this is extended that we don't have any lawsuits and Bezdin does not meet on Shabbat. It also teaches us, interestingly, that we, according to the Zohar, are not to get angry on Shabbos, as well as, according to Reb Sajigaon, this is the source <coughs> of having hot food on Shabbos. Very, very interesting. I'd like to focus on one verse in the parsha, 
And indeed, what we have in Parshas Vayakil and Pekude is the repetition of the Mishkan, namely, Truman Tetzaveh, Hashem put in the order, this is what I want, and in Vayakil Pekude, we have the implementation thereof, of the Jewish people fulfilling that which God wants. So, I'd like you to take a peek at the first verse in Shani. This is chapter 35, verse 21. The Torah says, Vayovo'u, Every man whose heart inspired him came. And everyone whose spirit motivated him brought the portion of Hashem for the work of the Tent of Meeting. On this Pasuk, the Ramban tells us something exceedingly important. He tells us, let's remember, we're talking about slaves. And we're talking about persons whose parents were slaves. And therefore, how is it possible that these individuals <coughs> who did not go to any kind of, quote, FIT or any kind of school, did not have any kind of artisans teach them and show them how to do the delicate work of having the crowns on the kalim made of gold. If you look and see the pictures of the menorah and you see the delicate work and design that had to take place, where did this come from? And I quote the Ramban. The Ramban on this Pasuk says, listen carefully, why does the Torah say nos o libo, that their hearts were uplifted, and that brought them to the work? Nobody went to school, nobody had a private tutor, nobody had a teacher. No one taught them this workmanship, this craftsmanship. Watch this. They found within their nature How does this happen? That they all of a sudden, we have artisans. As he quotes the Pasuk, Namely, they were so <laughs> consumed with the desire to accomplish. Man does his, and Hashem assists in doing the rest. I have in front of me the Sefer. Das Torah, by the late Mashkiach in the Mir Yeshiva, Lev Yeruchim, Levavitz, and what you have is his beautiful idea that we have to learn from the individuals that came forth to make the Mishkan. The problem is that most individuals look upon their capabilities and they say to themselves, look, I wish I could do it. I would want to do it. I can't. I know myself. That's not so. 
The answer is, says Reb Yerucham, a very powerful idea. If you want to do it, if you aspire to do it, then the Torah is teaching us, do what you can, and once you put in the effort to do what you can, HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides the Siyato Dishmaya. He provides the assistance from above to accomplish what you thought before was unattainable, what you thought was beyond your reach. You have to try. And once you try, he does the rest. As the rabbis teach us, Pischuli, Pesach Shamachat, you open up for me a opening of the eye, like the eye of a needle. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, if you do it with all your capability, I will make the opening as wide that wagons should be able to pass through. He brings the famous Medrash, whereby in Sefer Devarim, in Devarim Rabbah, chapter 5, paragraph 2, based upon the Pasuk in Mishle, chapter 6, verse 6. The wise King Solomon says, Lech el Namola otzeo, go and learn from the ant, that little, little bugala, otzeo, you lazy individual, See its ways and learn from it. Namely, take a look. What does the ant do? The rabbis tell us that the life expectancy of the average ant is six months. And during the summer, it goes and collects whatever food it's going to need. And interestingly, there is honesty among the ants that when it puts down a small piece of grain someplace, other ants don't take it away. Built into nature that we had to learn from this very tiny insect. But now, while it only needs a very small amount, consider its size, for its existence, the Medrash teaches us that what does it do? It goes and it gathers so much more than is needed. Why? Listen to these beautiful words. Sha'amra. What does the ant say? What does the ant desire? That's the key word. Shemo Maybe, maybe. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give me, says the ant, I will live longer than six months. And therefore, if I'm going to live more than that time, I will have, come on, what to eat. Wow. Now what does that show? It shows an incredible desire. It shows an incredible drive. And this is the term that he uses again and again, this kind of yazma, which means not to be passive, but to constantly push yourself for more. Now, this is such an important idea that each and every one of us has to aspire 
for more. And this is so important in all areas of life, in all areas, be it in the social area, namely, shalom bias, things are good, they could always be better. As we began, lo sevaru eish, b'chomosh v'oseichem, b'yom says the Zohar that you shouldn't fight and there shouldn't be quarrels and disagreements anytime, but especially on Shabbos, and especially when you have children in the home and there's a lot of hecticity going on before Shabbos, a person has to be careful, a person has to learn how to prevent this from, God forbid, reoccurring if they see that this is, quote-unquote, an occurrence. And this is true in all areas. Baruch Hashem. (coughs) Stop and listen that we have today so much available to us that our parents and grandparents didn't have. Many people have that, quote, smartphone, I don't know, or I do know, what you shouldn't be doing with it, but I can tell you what you should be doing with it. You are on a bus, you are on a train, you have a few moments, go to the side, and you can hook into the Dafyomi. You can hook into anyone and connect with so many Shi'urim that are available in whatever area you like. The key point is you have to desire to grow, and once you desire to grow, HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides the rest. They give a very interesting marshal of a king who had a very special daughter, and he built a skyscraper. And he said, whoever can climb the skyscraper, that's the one that I will give my daughter to marry. And there was someone that was persistent and persistent, and he made it up to the 80th floor. And at that point there, he just collapsed. And when he woke up, he saw the elevator was on the 80th floor. And the rest, as they say, is history. A beautiful idea. When the Torah says that those whose heart compelled them. They the ones that uh, responded and were able to build the Mishkan. Lahavdol elef havdolos. But lo alenu, during the Shoah, when the Nazis, Yamach Shamam, at any different time said, we need this kind of a worker, we need this kind of a worker. And people understood that by working, it could save their life. We need a carpenter. This guy was never a carpenter, but he stepped forward, and he had the desire, and that saved his life. HaKadosh Baruch Hu helped him, because he put his all into it. And we have to learn from that, that we should never be complacent and satisfied where we are. The Mishkan, among the many, many lessons that it teaches us, teaches us we should always want more, and when we want it, and we truly show that we want more, He's there to help it happen. Shabbat Shalom.
to all.
J.M. in the A.M., Ari Goldwag, and uh, Menucha Vesimcha here at J.M. in the A.M. My thanks, of course, to Rabbi Yudin. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abelson Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Malcolm Holmline returns next week when we'll finally have an opportunity to get his perspective on Ukraine and everything that's going on in this Interesting world of ours. That's what I'll call it. I'll call it interesting world of ours. So he'll join us, please God, uh, one week from today, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time, with all of that. Uh, full day and full schedule for us here at the Nachum Single Network. Naomi Nachman coming up at 9 o'clock with Table for Two. She will be uh, featuring a whole bunch of guests today, including... Uh, including uh, Shlomo Klein of Fleischig's Magazine, David Lawrence from Kosher River Cruises, Talia from Geffen Foods, and cookbook author Rifki Kleiman. Solid lineup between 9 and 10 this morning. Erev Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek at 10 a.m. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Saturday Night Seagull tomorrow night. Matis with JM Sunday on Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, our Erev Shabbos music mix all day long, which I hope you'll be tuned into. It is pretty remarkable. All brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And KFWE is coming up next week. You can get information by going to kfwe.com, kosher food and wine experience, kfwe.com. More coming up. It's Asia, JM in the AM. I 
JM and the AM. Yeah, we did determine earlier in the week that uh, Joey Newcomb is going to be part of the lineup on uh, Sunday night at the Makar concert. Yeah, Jewish Music Hall of Fame concert. He's part of it. He is going to be performing, and um, you are going to have uh, multi-generations represented. <laughs> That's an understatement. And it um, should be very interesting. Should be very interesting. the uh, The event is Sunday night. The uh, information is available at uh, macorconcert.org, macorconcert.org, and I look forward to greeting everybody at what is no doubt going to be a very, very spirited event to benefit a great organization. Uh, it's, again, it's um, macorconcert.org, macorconcert.org for all the information for Sunday night, so keep that in mind. Uh, full schedules, we've been telling you, all through the day and all through the weekend, and I thank you for tuning in. Naomi Nachman is next with Shlomo Klein of Fleischig's Magazine, David Lawrence from Kosher River Cruises, Talia from Geffen Foods, and cookbook author Rifki Kleiman. 10 o'clock for the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Arab Shabbos Music Mix all day long, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Saturday night, Siegel tomorrow night with Avrami and Rabbi Eliezer's Wickler. Uh, Sunday, it's Matis with JM Sunday, beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. It's a lot going on all through the weekend, and I hope you'll be tuned in to us here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. We will bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani will be Thursday and Friday. Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani will be Thursday and Friday. Candle lighting today in New York, 522. Make sure you know when things start where you are. As we get set for two Torahs tomorrow, Parshas Vayakel and Shabbos Shkolem. So we have two Torahs tomorrow. Keep that in mind as we uh, start the Dalit Parshios and a nice collection of special Shabbatot between now and the Pesach. Um, so make sure to uh, handle things accordingly in your synagogue. More coming up. You're listening to a, a Friday morning Erev Shabbos here at JM in the AM.
Micha Gammerman with a piece of his um, Tfilot Shabbat medley here at JM in the AM. As we get set to uh, start to wrap things up on a Friday morning era of Shabbos, it's Journeys at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Friday here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here at the AlchemSegal Network all day long, with a special thank you to our friends at Kedem, of course. Mark Zomik with the Arab Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, right after Naomi Nachman and her brand new edition of Table for Two, which is next. Tomorrow night is Saturday Night Single with Avrami and Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler, and Sunday, of course, is Matas with JM Sunday, beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Monday morning, we're back right here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Great weekend. See you Sunday night at the Makar concert. Uh, till then, Nachum Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.